Kelly. Kelly McInerney. Did I say that right? Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, Kelly is a comedian in Los Angeles and a good friend of mine. And you have the same name as my mom. Oh, yeah. Does she spell it like like me? No, she spells it E-Y. The wrong way. No, that's the cool way. Like, nah. Yeah, I always (laughs) felt like people who spelled their name K-E-L-L-Y were like less than because it wasn't. It's like not even like K E L L five five name five letters perfect yeah. short and sweet you don't need an e you don't want to confuse people <laughs> are you named after anyone no my brother claimed that he named me after a girl that he had a crush on oh good uh, yeah Great. and my dad's all Irish and he was like yeah let's do that oh my god yeah so your brother named you after somebody he was horny for that's yeah. a good way to start off a brother sister relationship <laughs> yeah pretty fun <laughs> well thanks for being on the show uh, as you know. Roommate stories is what this is about. Yeah. Um, so, and you told me you have a couple kind of interesting stories. Yeah. So let's yeah. get into it. Sure. Well, I live alone now. Uh, thank okay. God. Um, <laughs> I do have a roommate. I bought a skeleton in the pandemic named Tony. Oh, okay. Uh, but let me tell a you. A real skeleton? No, no, no. It's oh, okay. a $50 party skeleton. <laughs> okay. Did you buy it during Halloween season or... In no, the off season. Peak like like probably like April twenty twenty. I was like, let's make some content. I love it. <laughs> and fun fact about that is if you break a skeleton, uh you could just order another one on Amazon, put the old one in it, and then mm. get the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but smart. Yeah. Yeah. Wait <laughs> <laughs> way better than my old roommates. I, I before this I lived it like literally a block away. Mm-hmm. Um and it was really cool because it's much cheaper, but our landlord was like a like a, a heroin addict. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Great. Awesome. That's why it was cheap. Uh, <laughs> his name was Jay. Um, I don't know. I think he sold the place, though. Is it, he still with us? That's a great question. Oh. Because he sold it because he had he eventually got some sort of illness that I don't know if it was cancer or something, but he sold it to a younger landlord mm. and my one of my um roommates didn't like that mm. she's like another like white girl like me and would <laughs> talk down to him was jay white i think so he was oh. always kind of dirty so it's hard to tell <laughs> oh, jesus uh always fixing his motorcycle <laughs> oh okay so were his hands like black yeah yeah. yeah that's what i mean like yeah, just yeah. Um, Black with dirt, I should specify. I'm not being... Yeah, but listen, 845 for a very spacious bedroom. Like, I we sat had like a house and I had like the biggest bedroom. Oh my God. 845. How long ago was this? Uh, t- Up until 2017. So... Oh, wow. Yeah. And That's I... That's amazing. Yeah, I filled in for another... There was like a... Another old comic... Miranda King was in it. Mm-hmm. So I took her spot. Um... But then, yeah, my my roommate, she was kind of crazy, the the one that yelled at the new young guy, mm-hmm. who basically, like, our new landlord went to school with, like, Logan, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, is this guy cool? And she's like, yeah, I mean, he's just, like, a <laughs> rich kid kind of. I'm like, okay, cool. So he's a douchebag. Um, but he promised to keep us, like, in the house mm-hmm. until Courtney started, you know, talking shit to him like being like are you gonna fix our heat hot water or what no have you ever in that tone too like yeah oh god been like are you uh how do you even know how to be a landlord you're younger than us i'm like what you can't tell that you can't say that (laughs) yeah and she's probably also the same kind of girl that goes on dates with guys and is like just so you know i'm not like other girls like that's the kind of (laughs) and then i say that and i actually mean it and she's ruined everything for me yeah i get i know exactly the kind of girl you're talking about well she had a boyfriend for a while that was just like a real debbie downer Mm. so i think she just tried to push him and made him better and then i think eventually just broke him even more i don't really know what happened because we didn't have a good uh falling out Uh (laughs) we had a bad we had a falling out yeah i don't think falling outs are usually good yeah (laughs) um she also had a cat that was dying when i moved in oh named mona and she would just like crawl into my um laundry or like she would find a way because jay never Mm -hmm. um hired handyman mm. we would always be like hey this is broken mm-hmm. so he something happened with my door and it wouldn't open or something so he got me a new door but there was like a slant mm. in the floor mm-hmm. so he cut it but he oh cut God. it wrong and there was a big space 
<clears throat> thus the dead cat would sneak in. Oh my god. And just lie on my towels and just I had to put duct tape because I got an IKEA thing that mm-hmm. wouldn't close. So mm-hmm. I had to duct tape the uh cupboard shut so she would stop oh my god. sitting on my dead towels. Was she was it like a gross dead cat? Dying cat? She's just really skinny and mm. just like she had a weird smell towards the end. <laughs> uh and just would like meow, like just be mopey and sad. And I'm mm. like, man, just like die already? Yeah, kind of de- <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just annoying. Uh, or like, wh- hey, love your dying cat more. Don't mm. let me like find her on some towels <laughs> in yeah. her end I mean, of she days. probably didn't even know. Cats like wander off and then yeah. you, don't, you don't know where they went and then they come back. Like I had a cat growing up who would disappear for like two weeks at a time and then come back. Yeah. And it was never a big deal. That was it outdoor, indoor, outdoor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was just solely indoor, which is, I wish she was outdoor because then maybe she would have died. Yeah. See, this is why mm-hmm. I don't like cat. Are you a cat? You, you don't have cats now. No. Mm-hmm. I don't like cat people because uh, cat people are people who don't really want a pet, but they want a pet enough to get a cat because yeah. they don't really have to pay attention to the cat. Right. And then they get those fancy litter boxes so they really don't have to pay attention to the cat. Mm-hmm. And that i don't like i agree i'm reason. with you yeah because i listen i would love to have a dog but i feel like i i respect you for having one on your own because i could not do really? like, oh my dog's so easy though yeah he's, in, he's right yeah, there. there he is the bubs but um i feel the same because i told my mom like i want a dog but i'm waiting till i like find love and then we could co-parent oh okay um but yeah cats well, it's good just, luck with that yeah Thank you. That's why everybody's gotten a dog. That's why everybody in LA has a dog because yeah. they can't find love. So they're like, I just get a dog. It's just I don't want to think about having. I hate planning like, oh, okay, I have to wake up at eight. Oh no, I actually have to wake up at seven to walk the dog and then go do my thing at eight. Like yeah. everything takes longer with them. I went on Not a hike really. the other day. It took like four hours, man. Because they stop and sniff and everything. Yeah, but you got to train them to be like, no, you got to keep up with me, dude. Like, yeah. don't you can't be the kind of dog owner where the dog owns you. You have you have to own the dog. Like you, I get that, get- but you got to have them have fun and sniff around, I guess, yeah, and leave your, them on mind. your terms. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I was dog sitting, so it wasn't like yeah. mine, so I couldn't <laughs> really control them. Yeah, but boy, takes forever. Uh, there is a little bit of extra time yeah that's put in for sure okay so tell so you had the dying the roommate with the, the cat dying died cat. the cat died then she okay. decided to foster kittens without out asking us Ooh, that's a <laughs> which bad is move. super fun uh because <laughs> she didn't have any you know cages or anything so they were just like cl- she would she was on the second bottom floor to all to herself and i had to share the top floor with this other guy, but it was like fine, but she wouldn't lock them down there, so they would oh. crawl and then like hit my door because they were kind of crazy kids. Yeah, 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 because they're little. It's like I'm trying to sleep late on my day off, and yeah. these wild cats. Ugh. So that was annoying. It's just like, did you ever confront her about it? Yeah, and she just, she didn't, just didn't do anything. Care? Oh, sorry. I I'll take care of them. You know, you don't have to feed them or yeah. do. I'm like, but it's. Sounds They're self-centered. Sti- yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, not surprising living in LA to have mm-hmm. a self-centered roommate. Yeah. She would use the seniority too cuz she lived there first before all of us. Mm. It's like I That's don't tough. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm paying the most even though it ma- it made no sense cuz she had the bottom floor and an empty room down there because mm. another guy moved out and she had that whole floor to herself and bathroom and then I had to have the upstairs I had my own bathroom, so did the other guy, but he lived like right next to me and just, uh, I don't know. It's just, you know, sometimes you want to run to the bathroom without pants on, and I couldn't do that upstairs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, well, especially if you're living with a guy. I mean, it depends yeah. on the guy, I guess. Also, her friend, she's like, hey, you want to move uh, in? We need another roommate because we had another, we had a roommate. And she didn't stay with us that long because she couldn't handle Courtney's crazy. Mm. And Courtney found this sketch guy or something. And he was cool, but he just would, you know, just be a guy. Watch sports when you wanted to not want to watch sports. Mm. Not any huge complaints. Did you guys have like a communal 
living room or did you have a TV in your room? I had both and both both were mine. Mm-hmm. Not to brag that I was the <laughs> TV whore, but <laughs> that I brought stuff. But that's tough. Like if you have a TV in the living room and it's your TV, but then like other people are always watching it. It's like. Yeah. It, it, it feels like a violation in some way where you're like, but I want to watch it now. Yeah. Like I had a, I had a roommate uh, a while ago and her boyfriend lived with us for a while because they were getting ready to move in together. Woof. And it was an interesting time, but I would come home and he would be watching like golf and he'd been watching golf all day and he was going to continue to watch golf. The whole all night, like he mm-hmm. loved golf, and like good dude or whatever. But, but how I was just like, I can't. This is my TV. Like I don't have a TV in my room, and mm-hmm. I have, I have a two bedroom, two bathroom, so I always have one roommate. But uh, I was like, you, this, you're not paying rent. Like you're freeloading right now, and so if I come home and I want, like, you should be like, hey, did you want to watch something? Right. Because, but people, I realize, don't have etiquette, like, no. at all. No. They just they just assume you're going to ask them? Or, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they assume. So would you come in and be like, hey, I'm going to, I need to, I'm going to watch the Kardashians? Like, I, no. Because no. I was just like. You didn't care enough. Well, I, I mean, he would only do it on certain days, like weekends, which is annoying. But, mm-hmm. like, he didn't do it that often where I had, where I could be like listen yeah, yeah. you're using the tv what i want sure. so i didn't want to do that i don't know it's also hard because i feel like with when you live with people like that and you start going down the route of like hey you did this and i didn't like that and then you did this and then they start doing it to you and then you get in like it doesn't happen i feel like when you live with your family or if you live with like a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever but it happens with roommates yeah where all of a sudden it becomes this like cycle of, well, you didn't take the trash out. Well, you ate my food. Well, you did the, you know, you mm. turned the AC on too high or whatever. Like it never, once that starts, it never ends. It never stops. Yeah. yeah. I, I w- I'm with you. Cause one roommate I had, we were kind of like sisters for a while and I was like, yeah, whatever. We will buy food for each other, cook yeah. or whatever. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. Yeah. I've had roommates like that. I think it's just like sharing it, you know? Yeah. Like, or starting the, like asking first and then if I yes. use your food then I'll get it for yes. you, you know yes 100% the thing I hate is like when people take your food without asking and then they tell they either don't tell you or tell you after the fact and then in your mind you're like okay I have three slices of bread left at home so I'm gonna go home and make a sandwich and then you get home and all of a sudden there's no bread drives me like, nuts even yeah. when I was a kid growing up I knew how much food was in the house and like when it would be eaten and there was never really any missing Mm -hmm. like everybody kind of just ate their own like food or like had the stuff i don't know yeah i don't know if that's common but i never was worried about being out of something yeah that reminds me once like when i when i was at college i just moved to a new dorm like right before um winter break Mm -hmm. but i bought this like new ben and jerry's ice cream strawberry (laughs) cheesecake and i was like i'm gonna eat you when i get back Mm -hmm. and then my new roommates ate it and i was like and then they also slept in my bed like they they're like oh my cousin stayed over and slept in your bed it's like what Mm -hmm. like it with my sheets i don't even know you guys man and they didn't ask you no what did you say I was young and dumb at the time, so I was like, oh, it's okay, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. I feel like all women are taught to just be like, it's okay, like, don't. But then ever, whenever I. I would lose my mind. Oh, my God. Now? If that happened now, I would be livid. I would have lost my mind then, too. I would have for sure. I just, uh, from then on, whenever I, like, was out of town, I would just take my sheets off and be like, that's that's Mm, it. It's an interesting strategy. Yeah. Did it work? I think so. I, I never found out. At least out. They, they probably noticed it enough to be like, okay, if they are going to sleep, well, we just won't tell her. Yeah. <laughs> they did. I'm sure they That's still slept crazy. on the empty bed and gave her a blanket or, you know, yeah, like yeah. college. Shit. I've had roommates before that have left town and I'll have somebody like a family member or somebody coming to visit and they'll be like, oh, if they want to sleep in my bed, which I always thought was a nice offer. Yeah. But I was always like, isn't that kind of gross? Like, I mean, I realize that hotels, it's like you have new people in the bed every night, but mm-hmm. I don't know, something about it. It was always a nice offer, but, like, I didn't ever really take them up on it. Yeah, I don't know. None of my roommates offered that. I would always just sleep on the couch and have, like, my parents sleep on the bed. Yeah, but same. Yeah. 
this one <laughs> I don't know. I don't I wouldn't I would There's not something about it. it that feels weird. Yeah, it's just like I don't that's your family. That's yeah. your yeah, <laughs> responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you <laughs> deal with it. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so so you had the girl her name was Courtney. Mhm. I lived with a Courtney too. Was she was she a cunt? She had her moments. I mean, she's an overall nice person, but it was in college. And so we all had, uh, it was just a crazy time. Like she was, uh, a character. Like she was, she was very tan and had very blonde hair. And like, that was her look and like juicy couture sweatsuits. So she was like Uh, that kind of a Courtney, but she was fun. I mean, we all had fun together. I don't want to rag on her. There's, but there are stories I could tell, Yeah, but I won't. (laughs) Maybe I'll save it for another time. (laughs) Um, yeah, that whole house was kind of wacky because then we had this uh, another roommate that the brief one. She's only there briefly. She like burned one of my, one of my pots. Mm. Just like doing du- like I think I'm a stoner, but then you meet somebody that's a real stoner, and you're oh, like, yeah. holy, how do you survive? Yeah, because she was like, I, I texted her. I'm like, hey, just so you know, you left a uh, pot boiling on the stove, and she's like, yeah, I'm just cleaning it, and I was like. Okay. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just let it fly. She forgot about it and burned. <laughs> so you, but you knew it was on and you left it on. Well, I was leaving or so. I was like, just so, and she was in her bedroom or oh. something. So I was like, hey, just so you know. Jesus, she could have burned your whole house down. Yeah. She would leave the faucet <laughs> in the kitchen running and then leave. And we'd be like, and she's like 20, so, you know, this is post-college. This is like when we're yeah. in our mid-20s. That's crazy. I've never been on a substance so extreme that I would leave a faucet on. Me neither. Like, like even even Blackout Kelly knows to take her yeah. contacts out, let alone yeah, close yeah. A, yeah. up a sink. That's crazy. That's And then would you guys call her on it? Like, hey, do you know you did? Like, did she have any recollection of like? Um, I think, yeah, I think Courtney mostly did. And that's why she got kind of booed in. So yeah. she's like, you gotta, and then she would use stuff like mugs that Courtney didn't want used, which was weird. It's like, hey, this is everybody's mugs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but she would then be super nitpicky after she did the faucet thing and burned the pot. Also, bought me a pot shittier than Ooh, which I bad ha- move. Yeah, like the she got me the shittiest IKEA pot that had you know when uh, the handle was just all metal. Mm. I'm like, man, I That's had a awful. nice like I didn't burn yeah, myself. Yeah. Um, I would have, I don't know. I, I mean, I've told, I like, <clears throat> I have had enough roommates in the place I'm living now that when people move in, I'm like, I'll share everything with you cause I have it all. So yeah. there's not a ton of room for stuff. So like, if you don't have pots, don't feel the need to go buy them. But if you break it, you have to replace it. Yeah. That's just common do. stuff. Yeah. yeah. But so, but my hope too, is that if you're a clumsy person and I don't know that about you yet, then, mm-hmm. then. There are certain things that you will not use because you're like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to have to replace right. that. Like, I don't know. My one friend, she actually, she, well, she's not really my friend anymore because she went kind of crazy, <laughs> but she, in similar instance as you, she like lives, live there forever mm-hmm. and she keeps trying to look for a new roommate, but she refuses to let them use stuff. But she has every, like, there's no, sp- she's kind of a hoarder uh, and it's like, man. What does she not let them use? Like, like certain like uh, kitchenware and stuff, and then she gets mad when they're in the living room, and it's like, well, what do you expect? She expects them to split the rent mm-hmm. and just stay in their room, <laughs> and it's like that's different. You yeah, give them less money. It is, and it's funny because I've had roommates that have stayed in their room, and then I've had roommates that have not been in their room as much, yeah. which I actually like as long as I get along with them, which right. I have, and so. When I have a roommate that is like that stays mostly in their room, I'm like, oh, are you happy? Like, is everything okay? Like, yeah. you just, I don't know. There's a, I'm, I've made like a home, right? And I want you to feel like comfortable in the home. And I, I mean, I assume they do. I think it's just personality differences. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know. Don't you want to like, that's what have I- a like convivial space? I don't. But I think that's just because I'm older and like sometimes people when they're younger they don't know. Yeah, stuff. They are they younger than you? The some like of them, the roommates, yeah. yeah. I mean, every roommate I've had has been younger than me, yeah. and I'm not that old. It's just that people in their like twenties and very very early thirties are still moving around a lot more. Mm-hmm. I think so. But yeah. wait, so get back to your landlord. So Jay, his name was. <coughs> um, 
I don't know. He just, yeah, so he sold the place, but he lived, he he sold it and still some of the people are living. So it wasn't just the one house. It was the, the one house we lived in, an apartment that he lived in, and then a bottom one that my friend Terrence still lives in, and then a back house that mm. everybody else still lives. We, we were the one house that just got booted. Oh, wow. Because the, uh, you know, she was a bitch to the new landlord. Yeah. Um, he would just have people like weird women come over late at night or like just, (laughs) and you knew this, like you could see them. We would see them because there's like a little alleyway that we all kind of share. Um, and then what else? Do you think they were hookers? Or do you think they were like women he met? Drug people, other like heroin addicted Uh people. Like dealers and users and cartel people. (laughs) It was, I mean, he, we didn't pay, give him, pay him cash. So it was like a level up, gave him Bank of America. Okay. <laughs> Zell. Um, not bad, not bad. But I know when I was trying to move in, I was like, can I, like he took forever saying yes, even though like there was an, like you're out of money for so long. Yeah. And then once I moved in, he's like, well, we got to fill the other room too. That's how, why we got the. Right. It's like, well, why couldn't I just catch a break and have some space before <laughs> another roommate moved in. But how did you figure out he was a heroin addict? Oh, my friend Terrence told me because he's lived there for years uh-huh. and he still lives there now. And you could tell, kind of see on like his track. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff. He just was, you could tell. Um, did he ever talk about it or like, did he try to like suss out if you guys were into that or like, he never invite you over. no, he was very to himself. Mm-hmm. He even let like Terrence do like comedy shows in the backyard and stuff like that. Oh wow, which was cool. He was like honestly, the heroin was a uh, probably a bad thing, but uh, I mean, <laughs> bad like, habit, okay person. Still <laughs> preferred him more than the young douche that yeah 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 <laughs> that came because he didn't even last long. The guy, I apparently the new landlord sold it because. The, the parents of the young guy was like, you're not, what's taking so long to refurbish this house or mm-hmm, something? Mm-hmm. And they, it's a new landlord now. Another one, third one. Um, but yeah, he just loved mo- motorcycles and weird women. And Sounds like an L.A. man. Yeah. <laughs> that's about, that's about, sounds about normal. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, I feel like heroin addicts are not... Uh, I don't know. They're not as annoying as uh, some other drug addicts. Because they mostly just fall asleep in like their mashed potatoes yeah. and stuff. You know, yeah. they're, it's a- <laughs> they're not sitting there talking to you about the, how they're going to start a business tomorrow or yeah. whatever, like cokeheads. And I think <clears throat> it's more of like a addiction than any other, like versus like, yeah, cokeheads is like yeah. social. Like, yeah. hey, what's up? I think when it's bad is like when they're tweet, like before they get their fix and mm-hmm. then it gets, I mean, I don't know any hair. So there's probably people who are going to watch this that are like, hang on a second. You don't know what you're talking about. Cause I don't, but I do know that I went, this is off subject, but I went mm-hmm. to drop off some food to like a tent city that was under an overpass mm-hmm. over, um, like on Venice and Sautel, you know, that underpasses. Yeah. And I was with a friend and, um, we went over there and he, I stayed in the car and he got out and he was like, hey, are you guys hungry? Do you want some food? And I thought that they would come over and be upset that we were like interrupting their evening. And because you never really know. Like, yeah. and I've heard that there's like cartel members that set up shop in those like tents and there's like guns. And, really? Oh, yeah. I've heard it's like very intense. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. So and, it's not just it's. <laughs> I think it depends on where you are, okay. but I think it like there's I think there's levels to like who's like living over there and like mm-hmm. uh, places where there's probably more prostitution or more drugs or gang stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden it was all like men standing outside and then all these women came out from the tents and they all looked like heroin or fentanyl addicts because they weren't high strung at all like they're very subdued and all the women came out and they wanted the food and it was like good food it was like tomatoes and mozzarella and like stuff from an event and they all wanted it and they all said thank you and they were all really like you know probably all good people like high functioning people at some point that fell into whatever but the men i guess one guy yelled shoot him to us which is i didn't hear that and then my friend told me when when 
he got back in the car and I was like, let's just go. Like, yeah. let's just, we don't need to overstay. Cause he was like, look at him, watch him go. And I'm like, they're not rats. They're just yeah, people. They're, they're going to eat food. We can just go, you know, like we can just, so yeah, I could see, like, I feel like heroin addicts on a certain level could be very high functioning Yeah, until it gets to a point where it's like. He, he was, and then I think he got he got some sort of cancer or something, so he had to move in with his parents or something. Uh, I think I, we met his dad at the end, or Terrence did, and they were taking him away, which is like, man, he's been here for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't have done it before. Uh, I know he did. We, we had a laundry in the basement that he only would use. He wouldn't let us use it. So you had to go to a laundromat? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, weird. Yeah. Why was, do you think that was? Who knows? I think he just didn't want to use, like... He didn't want to share. Yeah, he would yeah. use our electricity, too. He would plug in a cord to our house, and we would see it connect to his. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a lot of effort. Right? To just not use your own electricity. So he would find ways to try and scam us. So was your electric bill a lot higher every month because of that, or did it not really? I didn't notice, but I mean, who, he could have been do, doing that the whole time I was there. And, you and it's never, like yeah. three you of us, so noticed. it's hard. That's crazy. But I know he would do that. And, and he uh, wasn't good at fixing stuff. No. Gave me a sideways <laughs> door. It was like so janky. Um, and also took forever to do it. Like, just like, hey, it literally takes two seconds. Just give me the saw, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. please. I feel like you're kind of a handy person, though. Like, I feel like you know how to fix things. I worked at to. Home Depot as a kid. See? Called it. I <laughs> but called no, it. No, not really. Not yeah. <laughs> well, you, I feel like you have to, I would, if I worked at Home Depot, I wouldn't know anything, which I feel like most of the people working there don't. Yeah. But. You learn it based <laughs> on your department. Like, I learned how to cut blinds and carpet. Wow. But, how long did you work there? Um, like less than a year it was like right in between like high school and college mm. yeah yeah that how much did you get paid per hour it then? was better than you think i think i got like 16 or something oh my god that's really good and then when i worked nike retail it was ten dollars an hour yeah and was, you get like um bonuses and stuff too and the the insurance was really good i remember were you full-time um i think so wow yeah yeah it that's was like the summer. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm always Home Depot versus Lowe's because they treated us right. Yeah. Except like they there was like a thing with like p- customers that we couldn't fight back. So like one time one of our managers got like spat in the face and mm. she couldn't. Like, she just had to take it? Kinda, yeah, that's what they wanted us to do. Did she? But. Okay. It's weird. So that's why I was like, I don't know how. But also, how are you getting so mad at Home Depot that you're going to spit in someone's face? Wild. I saw some wild people <laughs> like, there, man. Toilet seat's too expensive. <laughs> uh, what else did you see there? Um, just like guys dressed up in like garbage bags, drinking red Solo cups. And he, one guy was like, I've never been with a white woman before to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Yeah. Were they black? Uh yeah, uh not white. They, they were not black white. or Puerto Hispanic Rican or something. Yeah, or something. yeah. Uh, but they had garbage bags on. He was dressed in a full garbage bag, but he's wearing shoes, and had a solo cup on. So I'm not sure what his deal was. If he was a uh, ho- unhoused homeless person, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what to say anymore. <laughs> I just say homeless. It's okay. too, so many words. Um, the houseless have more words now than the gays. <laughs> anyway, um, but yes, yeah, a lot of stuff like that, and then like one one very like chubby like button down nerdy guy, uh, uh, also black. I don't know why I need to tell you that, but that's <laughs> that was my type at Home Depot. That, that would always I was cutting his blinds, and he's like, "Let me just ask you a question. Have you ever had somebody just like pamper you?" Just like pamper you, just be what? your like little, be, be your like sugar daddy. Oh my god! I was like, no. Was he rich? I I because it's always men who ask that that actually don't have any money. Probably not. You're getting your blinds cut at Home Depot. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, blinds are expensive though. Yeah, but Orb Custom or something. You know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he. I was. feel like when I feel like when men ask that, they're actually very poor and they think pampering means like rubbing your feet or something. Like, have you ever been pampered? And it's like. 
I can rub my own feet. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Gross. Funny. I've always heard it's very easy to steal from Home Depot. That's what people used to tell me. I mean, in my opinion, it's easy to steal from anywhere. I literally just went to Vons right before this. I was like, I got time to kill. And I went to the Hollywood Vons and I stole some sushi. Some sushi. Walked out. You just walked out with it? Yeah. I went up to the check uh, self-checkout, oh looked around. Nobody was there. And I just scooted out. It's exp- 16 bucks for Ralph's or uh, Vaughn's sushi. I know. But that's so bold. Do you think you have a uh, problem? Are you a klepto? I don't think I'm a klepto because, like, I'm never itching to do it. Okay. But I'm just trying to save money. Got it. So when the time and, is right. Yeah. And like, just stick it to the man. Have you ever stolen anything from a roommate? Not really. Because I feel like that's, like, if you're klepto, like, you just see things and take it. Like, I see Windex over there. And if I was like, yeah. man, I could use some Windex. Like, if I was a klepto, I feel like I would just take that. I feel Actually, I think I did. Like, moving out. When you're mad at your roommate, mm-hmm. you find ways to take things. Mm. Like uh, she she's grabbed some like Danny Elfman record somewhere. <laughs> and I, I had a record player. She uh-huh. didn't. So I was like, I'm just going to move out with this Danny Elfman <laughs> record. Oh, my God. Did she never notice? She never texted like, me or oh, asked wow. about it. Um, and then once I, I think I... Do you I, still have it? Yeah. Hell oh, yeah, shit. I do. I should have stole more stuff looking back because she had a lot of shit. Um, and then my old other old roommate, I accidentally took her yoga mat. But that's just because we had two purple yoga mats. That was not my fault. Oh, well, yeah, you had a surplus. Mm-hmm. So d- when you worked at Home Depot, did you ever steal anything from there? Because it seems like if you work somewhere like that, that has consumer goods, knowing yeah. what you just did at Vons, it could be very hard not to... Like, you would know... How to get away with it. I don't, I think, well, at that time I wasn't super into stealing that much. <laughs> I worked, I lived at home, you know, sometimes I would just get money <clears throat> from my parents still to buy stuff, you know, so it wasn't like this is all my money that I have to yeah. use. So if you had, if you were like wealthy, would you still steal? Like Winona Ryder? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Like, would you just pull up on Prada and be like, you know what? It Like for certain things like tampons and makeup. I probably still would because it's like, I feel like, why do we have to pay for this anyways? Mm-hmm. It gets me mad, but maybe not. Do you get mad because of capitalism or like, what is, yeah. what is it like, or you think tampons are, shouldn't like, should be free or they're yeah, taxed they should too be much? Free. Like, is it that it's a, it's like a stick it to the man kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like just cause we get our periods doesn't mean we got to pay for it. Yeah. I had somebody on this podcast that, that, that didn't agree with that no yeah well they're wrong yeah <laughs> i mean it's just it, like you don't even really think about that some of that stuff until people bring it to your attention and then you're like that's not a bad reason yeah. to break the law but i i don't know i'm i'm like a rule follower i don't care like i i'm trying to make a joke about this like how i feel like we have one at least one whoopsie at least like okay with the with the with the law yeah oops sorry like, really? I would love to be wrong. <laughs> and I mean, I don't want to go to jail, but like, yeah. I would love to be proven wrong. But I feel like the way <laughs> the way it's painted out <laughs> in the public eye, we're white ladies. I mean, I could I was going to say, I feel like because you're white. Yes, yeah, yeah. There's a lot you could yeah. uh, get away with. But like, I feel like you could probably talk your way out of a DUI, for example. Yeah, I unless mean, you were really out of your mind, like maybe. But I do get tickets. What, like I've never talked my way out of a ticket in in California. Really? Oh, I have. Be- I cried and everything, and they still give it to me. Wow! But, you never said you have explosive diarrhea and you have to get home. No, but I will write that down <laughs> for next time. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten out. I got out of a ticket when I first moved to California, and I was talking on my phone because I didn't have Bluetooth in my car yet. And I got pulled over and the guy was like, do you know I pulled you over? And I was like, oh, he goes, because you were talking on your phone. And I was like, "Okay, well, I just moved here and I don't know where I'm going. I'm lost. And like I needed to make a phone call. And I said, I didn't know the laws. I'm sorry. And he was like, well, just don't let it happen again. And that was cool. So I got off. And then one time I got pulled over in Portland by literally the hottest cop I've ever seen in my entire life. And this guy like walked up next to my car 
And I was like, hello, officer. Like, what have I done wrong? Like, I thought it was like a joke. He yeah. was so hot. He was like glistening. Like he looks like a Ken doll. He, he looked not real. And he was like, well, you were speeding. It was really late and there was nobody on the road. And I was like sober and everything. And I had come from doing like a, like a basketball game or something. And he was like, well, where were you? And I was like, I was at a shoot with Nike. We were shooting. <laughs> we were on set. And he was like, oh, do you work for Nike? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, so you guys were shooting like a commercial or something? And I was like, yeah. I made it sound like really imp- like LeBron yeah. James was there or whatever. And he was like, okay, well, I'm going to let you go with a warning. Because in Oregon, there's no celebrities. And so if you work at Nike or Adidas or whatever, like that's the closest to like being <laughs> important that you could be outside of like a couple of people. And so that would always, that always worked because cops are always looking for like an employee store pass hookup or like. Nice. whatever so yeah depending on where you are there's different ways to get out of things yeah that's i yeah i mean see you get you get out of things but like you stick it to the man by stealing yeah. literally breaking the law and i do it by like knowing how to talk about certain things like i went to have you been to home and yeah okay so there's like pretty good food on the east side mm-hmm. and i we were there and this actually wasn't a lie, but it worked so well that now I use it as a lie. I'd been on set at work and I, I was working in an agency and we, there were like 10 of us and we all wanted to eat. We'd been outside like shooting all day mm-hmm. and we went to get a table and they were like, oh, it's going to be an hour and a half wait if you don't have a reservation. It was like very like whatever, Los Feliz, yeah. so like whatever. And I was like, oh it's okay. We just got off set. So like, we'll just try to find another place. And the girl's like, Oh, you got off set. We, we actually, we can have a table ready for you in 15 oh my minutes. God. And I was like, are you serious? So LA. It was so LA, but I've never used, like I've never yeah. even thought to use that. And I had no idea it would work on top of everything else. And like, we were also dressed in all black. So we looked like people who had just come mm-hmm. off set and it worked. And uh, you, so you still use it now? It does. It what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I have, I, I have, I don't go to Nobu and Malibu. I think I've been there twice ever in my whole life, which mm-hmm. is more than probably most people. But I'm trying to figure out what lie I can use to get a table there. Like, I want to walk in, no reservation, yeah. nothing, and be like, I'm here with so and so. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Now, maybe not a Scientologist, you know, <laughs> uh, but. Like somebody, I don't know, something where it would be ambiguous enough that they would seat us. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, I just got off set or oh, I was just, I just came from Kim Kardashian. Like something where you could, yeah, they would, they couldn't really verify if you were lying or not. You got to say some know. like some, <laughs> some yeah. celebrity in another country or something that they're not sure. Like, like Saudi print. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I just think here that works because everybody's so fake. I would, I would assume they would be so sick of it. So I'm surprised it does no, work. Because if it, because if it, if they're wrong, yeah, they get in so much trouble. Uh-huh. But I think Nobu is so, it, it happens so much mm-hmm. that I think if you call to make a reservation, I'm almost certain that they like look up your Instagram while you're on the phone with them trying to make a reservation oh my and God. telling you. Have you seen the movie LA Story? Mm-mm. You've never seen it? No. Okay. Anybody that, that lives in LA or has lived in LA needs to watch LA Story. Steve Martin wrote it. Oh. And okay. it's from the like late 80s, I think. And Sarah Jessica Parker's in it. And the f- first woman that Steve Martin was married to, I forget her name. She's British. She's in it. And the movie is dated in terms of like the technology and like it's not shot in 4K or anything, but it is all the like tropes of LA culture, like shootings on the freeway and like oh, that's funny. earthquakes at lunch and nobody cares. Mm-hmm. And there's like a woman at lunch who's just had her nose done and uh, there like there's all of that. And so he tries to get a reservation at um, like the hottest new restaurant to impress Sarah Jessica or. Was it Sarah Jessica Parker? Some one of the women that he's trying to impress. And they like make him go to his bank and they like go through his financials <laughs> to determine whether or not he'd be able to pay for the meal. And they're like, you can't afford the duck. You'll have the chicken. And like, oh they, they it's very, it's very Steve Martin, but it's very, it's like one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Like when I get sad about living here, just when like things are not going the way I want, that's what I watch. I'm like, oh, I love LA. <laughs> Like really? some people watch La La Land. I watch LA Story. Oh my God. I can't say La La Land, <clears throat> but it, it's not a good, like, 
happy movie. No. At all. It's so silly. I mean, I also want to rewatch it again to see if I really do hate it. Because when I saw it, I was so mad at it. Same. But it was years ago. Yeah. And then I rewatched it and I was like, I don't hate it as much because I think I can relate to it more now. Yeah. And I like the music. I do like the music. But it has a sad ending. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't have, I mean, I'm sure the joke is that it doesn't have a Hollywood ending. But I don't know that that, I I don't know that the people who would watch the movie and relate to it would want Want that. that, I think they would still want a happy ending. I mean, it's a musical. It should have a happy ending. (laughs) I know. And I think that's why. Yeah. Yeah. That'll really, did you see, you, you saw Babylon. No, I didn't. Oh, because my everybody I that I worked it. with told me not to see it because it's so disgusting and like it's three hours of grossness. I was like, OK, I don't I, I think you would like it as yeah. a comic. Yeah, it, I did like the gross, funny. Yeah. OK. I like the gross part in Triangle of Sadness. Did you watch that? No. Oh, man. It's pretty good. OK. I mean, so there's good. it's I don't think Babylon is any it's not gross like there's one scene that's gross it's the beginning of the movie that maybe really sends people i over saw the that edge. part yeah oh yeah but then the rest of it is very like there isn't even like i saw some interview with brad pitt and he was like oh there's so much nudity and like you just have to get used to it and it's like it's nothing compared to wait, wait. do we get to and- see brad pitt's junk <sighs> no okay then i know that's there's not why. that much nudity yeah it's it, there's not that much and he's great in it and like margot robbie is herself yeah. basically like she's kind of the same in every movie but yeah. i liked it i thought in terms of like celebrating hollywood film like culture and and through the lens of like this tone mm-hmm. i i enjoyed it i think people that are upset about it are uh, like okay what did you like the whale or all these like sad, sad depressing movies. movies like I'm so tired of that. I just want fun. Okay, I'll give it a shot because I am with you. I'm done with the sad movies. As I'm much as I love it. Brandon Fraser, Brandon Fraser, woof. You know, I like, haven't seen that yet. I'm sure it's really good, but again, no, it's sad. if there's no fro- full frontal male nudity, I'm not going. Yeah, that's same. it. I'm not mm-hmm. speaking Magic, Magic Mike. <laughs> speaking, is there full frontal male nudity no, in the no new dicks? But lot, he's Do you very. See, hot. Uh, uh, what's her name? Salma Hayek. Do you see her tits? No. You don't see any. See, no. this is the th- this is. It's all male. It's all shirtless dudes. But everything is so misleading now. Okay, yeah. like it's not. But speaking of male nudity, we're gonna do an ad. Do Are it. you guys ready? <laughs> it's the first time. Uh, you know, we're just here, and Room for Rent is supported by. And brought to you by Manscaped. I don't know if you know that, but that's a new thing that's happening. Uh, And Manscaped is the best in below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Uh, Manscaped (laughs) is so funny. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate hygiene bundle for the man in your life. The performance package, which we have here. I'm going to show you uh, if you're watching, if you're listening. Sorry, uh, you'll have to go to the YouTube and check it out. Help him join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. So if you put in uh, code room for rent on Manscaped, you will get 20% off. And if my math is correct, 7 million men have used this, which means it's 14 million balls. Yeah. That's 14 million testicles. I'm not good at math. Times two, right? But that was an exciting equation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, So... I don't know. I've used it. I like, uh, I have used it on a man. Oh yeah. I did. Yeah. I used it on a man and, uh, there was no razor burn. (laughs) It's waterproof. That's pretty cool. I've also, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but I did use it on my dog. My dog doesn't have balls, so I didn't manscape, but I did sort of manscape the rest of the area. It works very good on dogs too. I will say my, dog is not as well endowed as my man but it works for all shapes and sizes uh and so i recommend it and and my dog is very hairy and my man is very not hairy so it doesn't matter how much hair you have guys just get the manscaped uh the performance package 4.0 which is um it's good for everything yeah the performance package so you get this like i actually really like it it's easy to hold i think this one even came charged you can hear it maybe 
Oh yeah, do you hear the little vibration? Mm -hmm. That might turn some of you on. Makes you want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly's done with the interview. Uh, The performance package 4.0, which I've heard is better than the 3.0, Manscaped uh, has arrived and... We're, I mean, I'm obviously obsessed. There's uh, all these cool things. Uh, inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0, which I just played you the vibration uh, on the microphone here, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, which is, this is the Reviver, so this must be... What does it smell like? Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Let's smell it. Balls don't smell good, so... Yeah, oh. so is it supposed to smell like balls or like nicer? Oh, you know what it smells like? Shaving cream. Oh, Maybe okay. that's what it is. But it smells like really, it smells like my dad. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a good it thing. It does smell good. It's not a bad thing. Sorry, dad. But like, I remember it. That's a very fun memory as a kid of you shaving. Um, <laughs> so whatever. So you've got this ball deodorant, crop reviver, toner, performance boxer briefs. You even get underwear when you buy this. This is crazy. And a travel bag that holds the goodies, which is cute. It's very manly. Um, and you know, like your lady might even steal it from you. Are the or boxers your man. like black or like they are black? Okay. They're cute. Yeah, they're nice. Like I might wear them, you yeah. know, because I feel like that's the new thing with women. But uh, yeah, so the lawnmower 4.0 is the trimmer of the future of grooming, and dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. It's good for everything. Like I, I might shave my head with this, ladies. It's so good. I might even get one for myself. Um, it's the fourth generation trimmer. Okay, so it features cutting edge ceramic blade to redu- reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000K LED spotlight for a more precise shave. Ooh, so if you've got those really balls. dark crevices near your balls, <laughs> that sounds great. Um, uh yeah, it the the it also includes the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. Ladies, we don't want if especially if your man is taller than you, the last thing you want is to like look up his nose or in his ears. And the weed whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags and tugs in his delicate nose holes. Uh I don't have nose hair problems. I'm assuming you don't either because we're both blonde and like not very hairy people. But sometimes like I'll see, but you like, I don't know. I just, I'll just pluck it. Yeah. But like that, not really but guys, crazy. Take care of your nose hairs. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, there's somebody I could use an example right now that's got really bad ones, but I'm not going to do it because I love him very much. Uh, and they're bad. So just take care of it. Women don't want that. Mm-hmm. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts. With the 4.0 package, which is the Manscaped boxers, which you were just asking about, and the travel bag, which I mentioned. Uh, And so you can just, like, make him comfortable. Shave him. Get in nice. Pull up his little undies. Put everything in the bag. And then, you know, sit on the couch and watch Netflix. It's fine. So it's time to take care of the men you love. So go to manscaped.com. Put in code room for rent. And uh, have some fun. You get free shipping, too. I mean, it's kind of amazing. So that's that's the deal there with that. Uh, it's a really nice package. Everything smells really good. If you haven't tried anything and you don't have, like, a razor at home that you like, give this one a shot. I heard so it's, bad. like, the best waterproof razor, according to the... <clears throat> according to our producer, yeah. Armand. Shout out. He really likes it for his balls. So if he's using it, yeah. you know, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Gotta trust Armand. <laughs> yeah. So room for rent. Is the promo code there? Um, we were talking about Brad Pitt's balls, and now I'm sad because I'll probably never get to see him. Yeah, he's never shown his dick in a movie, huh? <laughs> we saw his ass in Troy. Yeah, that was a moment. And uh, assuming it was his, got pretty close in in Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. Did he oh got yeah, that, I got guess. That v and yeah, that yeah. He was pretty weird fit. sex dream thing. But I prefer older Brad Pitt I... to, to younger. Like Fight Club, Brad Pitt's a little. I'll take Fight Club Brad Pitt for, for you. Okay. I, I like yeah, yeah. it. I like uh, what was uh, Troy Brad Pitt was good. Mr. And Mrs. Smith Brad Pitt is. I feel like they're the all best. the same Pitt to me, except now he's got like a mustache. He's a little like he's like a little more built. I think like after he got buff for Troy, yeah. he probably took all the steroids and everything they gave him. Like he got a little more. I don't know. I like a like a bigger guy. 
I like I like big muscles. Like I mean, I'm not gonna listen. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm I in my need, 30s. I need a man. I need a man so I could use the manscaper on him. That's very important. <laughs> Have you ever lived with a uh, man, uh, man that was a boyfriend? No, I like my old ex boyfriend though lived alone. And I, at the time I had a roommate, so I would like hang out at his place mm-hmm. more. So it's kind of like you live together. Yeah. I would never, I didn't, I didn't bring any clothes over or anything mm. though. Cause I was still very thoroughly independent. We almost dated a year. And even then I was like, still, I guess even in my head, I'm like, I'm not going to be with you forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, I, you weren't like feeling it. Yeah. Ever, all the way. I mean, he was real good at going down on me and stuff, but like, I was like, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. important. <laughs> You're so good at going down on me that I'm not going to leave a sweatshirt here. Yeah, uh, that's that's all he had going for him, though. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just bitter now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Uh, who ended it? Uh, uh, he did. Oh. Through like a Facebook message. No. Yeah, How yeah. long ago is this? It was like a. It was like four years ago. Okay. Yeah, I've like, been Facebook single. message is never acceptable, but so annoying. That's bad. Mm-hmm. Also, like. <laughs> I just got a I got laid off, and one of my coworkers said uh, condolences through TikTok message. No, which I think is way. Worse. How old is this person? She's like our age. No, and she has so my text. She has my phone number. Oh my god! I'm people like, get really weird. I'm sorry you got laid off, but people get really weird when they get uh, like uh, laid off because I I've been laid off, and then it's like. They don't know what to say, so they just don't say anything. And it's yeah. like, nobody died. Yeah. It's just you still have a job and I don't. Like, what do you... Yeah, it's not like... You yeah. didn't do anything to me. No, unless... and I'm not mad at you. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, like I had... Yeah, I mean, what was funny was like a lot of people... I got laid off with like a group of people and then a bunch of people quit after that. And oh. I'm like, I told them when they laid me off, I was like, all the people that are still here don't want to be here mm-hmm. like you're laying off the people that actually would have stayed and then they all left and i'm like so what are you gonna do now hire freelancers yeah great good <laughs> for you awesome did you ever live with uh did you ever work with any of your roommates no um i mean in college i had a roommate so i was a sports editor of the student newspaper fun. and yeah it was fun so i like go to work all day and then i would go to the newspaper from like five o'clock to like midnight or 1 a.m every night like i was living a comics lifestyle just doing <laughs> journalism in college being yourself and uh one of the girls that i lived with in college wrote for me so i was like her boss okay but we were friends too like uh I, I worked there and then she was interested in it and she also got credit for it in mm-hmm. school and then a little bit you got like $25 an article or something and so she did all that and we all had friends that played sports and stuff so it was like easier for her to interview people and things like that and so I would do it and then it was tough because if there was ever a typo or something in her story which I would edit it and then it would go to a copy editor and then it would go to the night editor and then it would go to like the one adult in charge. And <laughs> so they're like, if, if it was missed, it wasn't just my fault. Yeah. But she would like yell at me over it and she'd be like, you spelled this wrong. And I'm like, you wrote the article. Yeah. There's literally a line of and people. And there's a after. whole bunch of people and they're all students and it's the middle of the night and we're editing things like, yeah, there's no excuse. But at the time I'm like... Sheesh. You're not going to win, you know, the yeah. Kennedy honors for this. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just the Oregon State newspaper. Uh, but she, she would get really mad. So that was tough because I never wanted, I only fired one person. She wasn't the person, oh, but good. it was, I did the, the one person, like to have to fire somebody who's just doing it for school credit. I was like, that's hard. Yeah. This doesn't seem like it yeah. feels right, but <clears throat> sorry. Um, I, uh, no, I haven't worked. I'm trying to think. My my, I've had a bunch of roommates down here, but I haven't. I've had like. I mean, I lived with my mom when she moved down here. Oh my god. We never worked together. Yeah, because I moved down here and then she moved down here. Oh okay. And then we lived in an apartment in Westwood together, and then we moved to Malibu because she wanted. She had this dream of like wanting to live in Malibu, Cute. so we lived in like the only apartments in Malibu. And then I moved to Santa Monica because I just got to a point where I was like, I don't think we're supposed to be living together as like Mm -hmm. adults. And then I lived in Santa Monica with two girls. One was crazy and one was normal. And then I moved back to Portland for a couple years. And then when I came back here, 
uh, I've had. I'm on my fourth roommate in my oh. current. And everybody's been cool. Like, the first girl was, like, a tech CEO. She'd, like, sold two companies by the age of 27. Like, Forbes 30 under 30. Oh, Like, cool. very successful. Yeah. And the second roommate worked for the CDC during COVID. So wow. she was, like, stressed out because she had taken uh, the job after getting her PhD. But it was supposed to be – it wasn't supposed to be a COVID job. Yeah. And then COVID, like, took Happened. every job. from. And they were like, so you might be working at the CDC, but now you're working on COVID. Sheesh. And so she was doing all that. And she also was not from the U.S. And so – I don't think she loved living over here. Like, yeah. I just don't think you like the culture here was what she wants. She was like way too down to earth to be in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't blame her. And then, uh, and then my last roommate was great and she worked for like a consumer goods company, like on the corporate side. Oh, cool. And then my new roommate works at an agency. So they've all been like really Random. good random two of them i found on facebook marketplace one of them no three of them i found on facebook marketplace and then the the one i had the last time she came from the second one that i had she, like she'd been roommates with my other roommates former roommate ah. so they had all been kind of like friends or like familiar and so i figured it was like a safe bet see all my roommates that i were lucky was lucky with were Craigslist roommates, and then the ones that I were fr- I was friends with first, mm-hmm. or like knew kind of first. Mm-hmm. Like I knew of Courtney through, they turned into be like dirt bags. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, I, funny. I mean, I had Jared. I don't know if you know Jared Campbell, but I had him on mm-hmm. the pod that came out recently, and uh, he was saying that you shouldn't live with people who are your friends yeah. first. And I like I I think he's probably right. Like I think it can work. I think it depends on what kind of friendship you have with them mm-hmm. when you uh, move in with them. Like, if you don't, if you're not that close with them and you move in, it could yeah. be fine. But if you're, like, really good friends, then I, it's probably not going to work. Yeah, I had my – she was, like, my roommate in college. And then she moved out here. And then I was, like, I'm moving out here. And then we, like, eventually lived together. And it was cool. But then she had, like, a breakdown and moved back to Wisconsin. Oh. And then she came back out again. And then she, like – I forget why we fought. We had some fight and then we stopped being friends. And then that was it. And then this other one. And you're still not friends. Yeah. She like blocked me on everything years ago. And I don't know what. I forget. I don't know what happened. I think she like went home with a guy and like left me with these other guys. And I was like, well, I was just waiting for you. You could have just texted me. Let me know. Yeah. And I get when I get mad, I get mad. (laughs) (laughs) But then I apologize after. But she was not for it. Uh, and so I guess that's what happened. I think she like called her mom on me or something. And I'm like, listen, we're in our twenties. Like, yeah. Who, why you, oh, you gonna, did her mom then call you? No, no. She just like tried to have me talk to her mom or something. It was very weird. I'm like, how old are we? Like, yeah. Well, it sounds like she was maybe like going through some maturity issues, like not ready to. I guess so. Yeah. You're pretty mature. Sometimes. Yeah. But like you have your I like, like fart jokes. You have, I mean, I do too. But like <laughs> yeah. you have your life together enough that like. Oh yeah. I mean, if you can survive in LA, it's like if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. But like it's this is not an easy place to live. Yeah. And so, I feel like, I don't know. I'm always curious. Like I don't know if anybody outside of LA listens to this podcast, but I would always be curious. Like things that people want to know about living in LA because mm-hmm. most of the people I have on the pod are, are are comics and they like yeah they live here like they're comics they live here they're doing a lot they work several jobs like it's very hard to make ends meet unless you're making a lot of money and so yeah people who are thinking about like either moving here or doing comedy or like trying to make it in the entertainment business like i feel like we could offer them i would just say so much advice don't do it (laughs) no you don't feel that way move to denver or something first move to a smaller place first that's what i if you want to do like entertainment or or i disagree really yeah man i i feel like i should have went to denver or something really i would have owned it yeah i don't know because i started comedy in portland yeah that's true and i took i mean like I don't have anything to hide, but like I took a couple comedy classes because I knew the structure of a class because I liked school enough Mm -hmm. as a kid that I was like, if I take a class, I'll actually learn 
like what I need to learn. And I needed to learn joke structure because I'd always tell jokes in like a story form. Yeah. So I was like, I need to figure out how to get like faster laughs. Mm. And so once I learned that, then I was like, okay, now I can go. Now I feel like I can go to open mics, but I didn't like the open mic scene in Portland, which is nothing against the Portland scene. I just, it wasn't for me. And there was a girl, I don't know who it was, but came up to me and was like, you're too mainstream to be doing comedy. And I was like, what? That doesn't, that's not a thing. Like, that's not, you can be weird. You can be normal. You can be cool. You can be into Hello Kitty. Like, doesn't matter. And so when she said that to me, I was kind of like, I don't think this is a place for me. Like, I've never felt like Portland was my home. Like, Mm -hmm. I I enjoy the town that I grew up in. And I think it's a nice place to, like, go home and visit my friends and family. But I've never wanted, I never lived in the city. Yeah. And I never really wanted to. Like, I don't relate to Portland. And so, for me, I was like, I like L.A. I relate to L.A. I like the fact that it's big and fast and, like, Mm -hmm. things are moving. You go other places. Things are not, unless you go to New York, things, maybe Chicago, are not moving at the pace they're moving here and like things yeah. aren't happening. And so, yeah, you maybe don't want to show yourself as a bad comic in LA when you're young, but if you're good and you get good and you survive here, like I just think you're that much better. And then you can go. Yeah. I out. just feel like there's so many bad comics that start here and then you get, <sighs> yeah. it's, it's congested. It's a lot. That's, that's lot. why I'm like, pick a, go somewhere else where it's like Denver, at least you'll get paid too for like shows but i do think if you stay true to yourself if you don't get lost in the mix of like the hollywood scene or the east Mm -hmm. la scene or like yeah don't pick a don't try to be somebody you're not Mm -hmm. don't be fake don't just try to be funny and try to like do what you like it's hard it's hard not comparing yourself to others because you will no matter what (laughs) but Just know that that doesn't change, and you know it doesn't like change anything. You have no power over it. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for like doing a style of comedy that's not trending and not giving up on it just because it's not trending. Like right now, I'm sure there's people who don't do crowd work. Yeah, who are like, I'm never gonna have a crowd work clip. Like I'm never gonna. So therefore, I'm never gonna get booked. Where all these other people are getting booked who have mediocre crowd work clips, but I don't even want to put one out. I. I'm okay at crowd work, but I don't feel that way. But I know there are people that do. And I it's like you like just it. have to wait for the yeah. trend to pass. Like, well, because some people just aren't confrontational when they're on stage. I don't blame them. It's probably a safer bet, honestly, yeah. to not to just ignore it. But, um, like your time will come. Like I have to believe at some point all these comics that do the puns mm-hmm. and they all do it in their own way. At yeah. some point that's going to come around again yeah. and they're going to be the ones getting booked and everybody that's out there telling personal stories, like <laughs> doing open heart surgery on stage is going to be like, well, how come I don't get booked anymore? So yeah, it's like, if you, if you're going to do comedy forever, you're probably going to be doing it for at least 20 years. And at some point it's going to come around to like, you're going to get enough notoriety to be able to craft like, who you are the way you want to mm-hmm. unless you just suck yeah and then the, but that's not you i don't think that's me i, I mean, don't think that's us could be but i think that's people here and they don't know they suck because so many people are not are too scared to tell <clears throat> them that they suck yeah but those people are going to quit sooner than people yeah. in smaller markets because people in smaller markets can suck and still get a lot of stage time yeah because there's like more shows there's not as many comics so that you just end up getting on shows that you're not supposed to be on. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever gone and done comedy, like, in Portland or somewhere? Yeah, like, Colorado. They and... get so excited. Because mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, you're from L.A. Like, you at least yeah. you'll know how to do this, this, this. And, like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Whereas they don't have to book the local guy for a, for a change for a week, which is... That's true. Nice. So. Did you, did you ever, like, did your roommates ever get mad that you did comedy or, like, annoyed about it? No. I think everybody's thought it was, like cool um i think everybody came to a show or two my last roommate she's come to a bunch like she's come to the show i do at the comedy store yeah and her boyfriend's also in acting and so like she gets it yeah Yeah, like he's not out at night like i am but Mm -hmm. she was out a lot or like not home and our schedules like never got in the way of one another or anything and so no nobody's really disliked i mean it's kind of hard I think to dislike like a woman in comedy because we all have our shit together on top of the fact that like we try to be funny Mm -hmm. and entertaining and like that should be a plus in a roommate situation. But I don't know. My old roommate, she was like an assistant to a producer. And one time she like I visited her in 
Montreal when she was working on, I'm just going to tell it now because she was like, don't say it. That was years ago. It was like the glass castle. And I think that's what it's called. Woody Harrelson's movie. Oh, but I got to go to Woody Harrelson's birthday party, which is real cool. (laughs) And she got mad because whenever they would ask like, what do you do? I would say I do stand up. Mm -hmm. And she's like, don't, I'm like, what you want me to lie? Yeah. And, and he, Why didn't she want you to say that? I don't know. She was very weird, very protective of her job. She would never help me hmm. with anything. Like she, she like, must have thought you weren't good or something, and like did. But she would have go. To. I ran, used to run a show, uh-huh. like a biweekly show at a bowling alley in Eagle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Real thrilling. But she would go to it. She's very supportive, and she would laugh. I just think maybe because I'm open micer status, not like Sarah Silverman. Yeah, but maybe it's still like. I don't know. That's what I still think I am. A con- you know, like yeah. I'm not getting paid for it, really. But it's what I am most of the time. Yeah. And uh, anyways, I I made him laugh, so he <clears throat> stuck it to him. Nice. Yeah. Has- That's a win. Making Wardy Harrelson laugh. Yeah. I mean, he's a funny guy. But she would get mad at it, and like he was asking about, he wanted his like daughter to sing or something, <laughs> and I was like, you should bring her to the Silver Lake Lounge <laughs> open mic. It's a mix mic. Oh my god! And he's like, yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah. It's like when Gary Busey shows up to open mics, and everyone's like, what? Why are you here? Wait, he shows up. Gary Busey for a while before the pandemic would show up to the open mics at Westside Comedy oh Theater. My god. I think he would come to the shows sometimes, and he would stay for the mic, like. There are people who've done comedy for Gary Busey, and like it's, I think it's very odd because he would sit in the front row. Yeah. And he's already whacked. Yeah. So, well, well thanks for being on the pod. Yeah. Thanks for uh, having Where me. can people find you on the web? You can find me at Holly Weirdo on everything, like uh, Twitter and Instagram, Kelly underscore McInerney on TikTok. <laughs> okay. Can you, will you spell the first, the Holly Weirdo? Mm-hmm. Holly Weirdo is uh, just Holly, H-O-L-L-Y, and then W-E-I-R-D-O. And yeah, then Holly spell... Your, Kelly McInerney? Yeah, on TikTok. Uh, Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y underscore M-C-I-N-E-R-N-E-Y. It's a tricky one. Yeah. So you want to make sure you get it. Um, well, thanks for being on. You can find us uh, Room for Rent on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube if you want to watch our faces while we talk. Um, and you can find Room for Rent on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Room for Rent Pod. You can also find me on all of the same platforms at Maria Bruguer, M-A-R-I-A-B-R-U-G-G-E-R-E. Please like, subscribe, share with your friends. Uh, we love you so much for tuning in. Get get on Manscaped. Have some fun. Uh, don't get razor burn. That's bad if you do. Use some like coconut oil or I think there's a product in there that's supposed to help. So thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>